Hey guys, this is Amber. You're about to watch episode five, the game plan of This Is Us. Let's break it down. Get ready for this game. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. And if you give me Hi guys, I'm JJ Jurgens. You can follow me at JJ Jurgens on Twitter and JJ.Jurgens on Instagram. Hello everyone, I'm back. I'm Marissa <laughs> Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at SerafiniTV. Hi everybody, I'm Erica Shannon and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. <laughs> what an episode. Mm-hmm. So we, we found out on Twitter the whole hashtag, the trending hashtag of the day was Where's Jack? Mm-hmm. And it was something that we were all wondering. So I still actually have some questions. So we know that in the year 2006, um, based off of Kate's um, memories of watching the Super Bowl with her dad, as of 2006, Jack has passed away, unfortunately. So that does give reason for us to think that Rebecca has married, remarried because of death. But we actually don't know. We don't know if they remarried before then. Do you, What are your guys' take? Do you think that they remarried before then? Do you think it was a death in the family and that's what caused the remarriage? What are your thoughts on Jack? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel Ooh. like maybe it was before, but that's because, and I'm kind of getting into my prediction a little bit, I okay. think Jack might have been sick, and so he kind of let Rebecca go in a sense. <gasps> that's, that's so sad. That's what I'm thinking. <gasps> Erica, it's so sad. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope that he was sick because I think before I predicted the last uh, couple weeks ago that I thought he got in some sort of like car accident and, and died and I was hoping that it did not have to do with drinking at all. Which Me too. You know, was like, but, yeah. 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 You know, and just based on the flashbacks, we know that those two can get into serious fights so it made me mm-hmm. kind of think maybe they just kept on fighting and like they just slowly grew apart and therefore caused a, maybe a divorce therefore she remarried later on and then he died so i don't know that's up in the air mm-hmm. it is it's completely up in the air one of the things that i i love about this show is uh, every time i think it's getting ahead of itself because we we talked last week when we saw a sneak preview for this episode when it showed beth uh taking a pregnancy test and mm-hmm. i was like as somebody who watches a lot of tv and i'm, I'm sure you guys do as well you're like you kind of start to guess when things happen. And for me, that pregnancy test was really soon. I was like, aren't they a little soon to be getting pregnant in a series? Like, a baby is what you do to, like, push season two and three and four on to, like, change up the family dynamic. And I was like, it's like episode five. What are we doing Mm -hmm. here? Um, So I... But they had me, though. They completely had me. I thought she was pregnant. (laughs) The entire episode, I thought for sure she was pregnant. They got me. I don't know. Yeah, I was pretty tricked too. Like I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they weren't though. I was glad that was yeah. the outcome. And but I loved how it just 
brought everything, all the conversations that they had leading up to that. Because I think the show does such a great job to me just of saying how people really talk and the real issues that you think about. Now her just being like, well, she thought she was going to get her her job back and her chance to have her time after raising these kids. And all the just real feelings that you feel that you might not want to say because you feel guilty, like you should be excited that you might be having a baby. But there's really those... You know, and then of course they talk about well, whether they would not—they're not even discussing doing an abortion or anything like that. But it's you know all those real situations that you'd have to deal with. Yeah, it's very true. And you know, when you know, as a viewer of the show, I was like, you know what? It'd be totally—it seems like they're a very stable family out of all the different couples that we see right now. But they're like the most stable. They have two loving daughters, and they're really well supported family. And like, I—is having a third child really that terrible mm-hmm. for them? Like, they can handle it. So I I was kind of surprised that they were so thrown off by the fact that they might be having another one. I'm just going to say that, going off of what you were saying, JJ, when they were sitting in the bathroom having that conversation, that's when I realized that she wasn't pregnant. Because they kind of built it up to the point Uh of, oh, it'd be nice to have a son, oh, this, that, and the third. I was like, okay, it's going to turn out that she's not. Because they just made it where it was like this big thing. It would have been so great. But see, you knew. Yeah. yeah, they had me. I was. I anyway, Well, I I would argue that it would be a big deal if they they had a third child. I mean, we see Randall at the beginning of the episode almost put a chemo pill in his shake, or his wife's shake, because he's he's run so thin, and it's because he takes care of everybody else before himself. So having another kid would just literally be taking more of himself away. Um, and and I I think that he would be a fan, he is a fantastic father, but he needs a little. Needs a little hint time. Well, mm-hmm. I think I mean I think they definitely figured out if they had the other child, and I think right now he's just also dealing with the fact that he's dealing with a dying father while he's also trying to raise his kids and have his brother show up out of nowhere. And you know, so I think there was a lot going on that morning. I think it would have been interesting if they did have the son that they would have named it after the father. It would have been a nice little Ooh. if the father passed away Aww. and then they named the son after the father. Could that have been could still little. happen. That <laughs> could still <laughs> Be the season, season two. Season two, yeah. right? yeah. season two. So this um, this TV show actually did get renewed for an entire uh, season. I think it was twenty four episodes. Something I think like it got pushed to eighteen. Something from 18. 13? Full from thirteen. Full order. It's, it's, it's a big, healthy, mm-hmm. hefty order um, for for these days of television. It used to be like thirty five episodes. Now it's like you get eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's good. So we know. That, I'm pretty confident there'll be a season two. So I am excited to see if that actually does happen. Um, as far as naming the child after Randall's <laughs> biological father, that would be really cute. But would you, I have a question for you guys. Would you leave your kids at home to go to this big, beautiful hotel suite that Kevin let Randall have? Or would you be too nervous to let Kevin watch your kids? I'd be too nervous. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, no, I'm hiring our nanny or babysitter to watch over the kids because I mean granted yeah I understand he's he's desperate he just wants to get out and have some time to himself but that wasn't the smartest idea on Randall's part and he's a very smart man (laughs) I think he I think he used the fact that William was there as like Mm -hmm. a buffer or cushion to say that nothing too terrible can happen because they left kind of like in the middle of the day I think and so it was more so just, okay, make sure they don't hurt themselves, put them to bed, and then your job's done. We'll yeah. be back tomorrow. So I think I wouldn't necessarily be the first to leave my kids with Kevin, but I think having William there helped. 
I agree. I think that's what, and I think that's what kind of sold the Beth on it too. Mm-hmm. That at least there was two of them because I know he, he was Kevin was making her really nervous with his comments and his jokes that she did not find funny. <laughs> yeah. But I love seeing when they get to the hotel. Um, I love seeing Randall want to just have loud adult sex <laughs> and like just yeah. that seeing him go through all that like was a fun because he's so he is so serious all the time and so stressed. You know that I liked that moment of getting to see him like think that he was going to get to have a little. Fun time. Yeah, he walked through yeah. and he was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah Shower, like, room yeah. service. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you deserve this, dude. But I, I to me, it was, a, it was a testament for how mature his girls were because I think, if anything, they could pretty much watch themselves at this stage. I mean, they're both really intelligent. They know their schedule. They know to brush their teeth and do their homework and not cause a fire. Like, they're, they're well-behaved mm-hmm. kids. I think he was more head faith in his kids. than I don't think, I mean... Is it obvious that Kevin has been babysit up until this point? I don't think that he has. I don't mean I don't think he spent like a lot of time with them. Yeah, with the girls. No, probably mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah, I'd be nervous too. <laughs> I don't know. Just I mean, it was actually it was a really good way of showing because he was he was kind of like trying to learn his lines, which it was good that he was doing scene study and everything. And they were like, "Hey, come play with us." And he was like, "Huh? What? Oh, I have to do something with you." Like it just didn't. He just doesn't. He didn't seem to know that it was going to be needed to be a little more hands-on mm-hmm. um i love the irony in this because he's supposed to be helping the girls and watching them and yet they're he's making the girls help him yeah in yeah. this situation I'm like that's not really how babysitting <laughs> goes yeah. you know so. i mean it could be mm-hmm. if you were like delegating you were like oh i mean that's i think we talked about that last episode where, like back in the day you just used to put your kids to work and yeah, have yeah, them yeah. go mm-hmm. out and garden and milk the cows back in the day that's what he's doing with these kids he's like okay well, you're gonna you're gonna work and it goes <laughs> back doing. to we talked about it a little bit a couple episodes ago about kevin's dependency mm-hmm. yep. where he's mm-hmm. like he needs other people like he didn't even want to be in the hotel room because he was like it's so big you really know how notice how quiet it is and how alone you feel I think mm-hmm. he even his nieces who are what eight and five I would guess he's even dependent on them because he needs something a support system. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have um, mm-hmm. so we have people listening online to the podcast. We also have people in the live chat as well. Um, and one of the people in our live chat, B Lee, said that um, Kevin was on set with the kids a lot for his TV show, The Manny. So he would think that um, he would know how to interact with kids more. And I I think that is a good point but at the end of the episode we do get to see kevin open up to his nieces because he he actually is really great with kids he just mm-hmm. i don't know if he's conscious of that i don't know if it's a conscious choice but he can he can kind of get and play make-believe and tell them stories and be like brutally honest as we saw mm-hmm. with the, the death scene would you have told your nieces like people no. just die no <laughs> no absolutely not but there's also a difference between someone who's good playing with kids than mm-hmm. someone actually raising kids mm. and kevin is not that no that was gonna Sorry. be my question i was gonna say i don't know how it works on tv sets but how much interaction would there have been with the children actors and kevin would he had that have had that time to sit down and really build that relationship or is it more so action you say your lines and then cut exactly. from what i've seen it's more the second way okay it's more they're off yeah, with the, the stick with their mom or whoever's handling them and then they come in for the scene but but yeah, that's exactly it. It's like you know how to work with kids, but that doesn't mean you know how to raise them. Mm-hmm. So, totally. but I mean, I do think that it's interesting that we get to see him interact with the kids, and I also really enjoyed the part where he has um, a painting, so we get to see uh, another side of Kevin, mm-hmm. which I was really excited to see. 
and we get to see Kevin uh, make a painting of what he feels about the script so that he really he really gave it thought you know and it was really beautiful that he explains it to that at the end and then it ties everything all together mm -hmm. with Jack and like Kevin yeah it was a sweet moment beautiful mm -hmm. monologue yeah I loved that uh, any thoughts on Rebecca this episode we learned a lot about Rebecca I was just excited she a lot sang. Yeah, yeah. Sing, We've been so. waiting for that yeah. one. A lot of people were yeah. excited that Mandy Moore got to sing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just it seemed like to me that that's what she was aspiring to be, mm -hmm. was a singer. Yes. That was my mm -hmm. question. Definitely. I was like, okay, so that was her goal at 29 yeah. there in the bars that she, she kind of wanted to be doing the rounds in the music scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a lot of, of her struggle was, like she said, she's turn, about to turn 30, and that's a big point, you know, when you kind of do. It was one of those milestones when you look at, like, oh, I haven't quite done everything that I wanted to do, yet she's feels like everybody else around her is having kids, but she's not feeling ready for that either. So, yeah, so she, we, we do learn about a lot, and I think she did have her dreams to be a singer and she was upset that she was still just singing at Froggies instead of maybe somewhere bigger and yeah. having more success. People were yelling her off the stage because they <laughs> yeah. wanted to hurry up and watch the game. Yeah. And it's really interesting even because that took place in the 70s, I believe. Yeah. That was, no, 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 because the, the kids were born in the 70s, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that she was kind of, I would say, as the anomaly of the people in that time and she recognized it in herself but nowadays it's kind of flipped where it's like women or families are being created later and later in life yes and so Very it's true. like having three kids by the time you're 25 is not as quote-unquote normal now as it was back when, she, when Rebecca was younger I yeah, just think that was interesting. Definitely a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like I love her singing voice. She's amazing, Manny Moore. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I was just thinking, I was like, she could be a great country artist. You know, she she's could just singing oh, Linda yeah. Ronstadt. I was like, yes, she could totally do a country album. I would totally buy it. Agree. Just saying. But, like, <laughs> but I do like her moment in this episode because I think all of us, for the most part, can relate because we are very career-driven I'm assuming we don't all have kids right now. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's focusing, like, where you want to be in life and what's expected out of society. Uh, and, like, if you're not there yet and maybe you're not even ready, it's like we can all relate to that, mm -hmm. especially being, like, late 20s, you know, in, in that demo specific demographic. It's like, yeah, you want to focus on your career first. That's not bad. Mm -mm. That's, that's not wrong. Yeah, I mm -hmm. guess I was just confused as if she was, like, no children or or if she just had literally hadn't thought of it and it was it was hard to see them you know the the inappropriate timing of that come to a head mm -hmm. at the bar at this big game where you know Rebecca and Jack were both looking forward to it and finally seeing their friends uh, Miguel who's married with children mm -hmm. so confusing <laughs> I'm scandalous <laughs> I don't think on your, your comics, I know you said that when you were watching too, I don't think she's anti-children. Like, I, I, I take it as, you know, we do, like, I joke too when I go to my, my brother has two kids and I'm like, oh, you know, glad, sending them back to you, you know, but I'm <laughs> right. not anti-children. But there is a joke amongst people who don't have kids and you see, like, kids having a breakdown in the restaurant or somewhere else and it's like, oh, I'm not having kids or, like, glad you're dealing, you know, so I think she was just in that real moment where, you know, I think she, she, 
I don't know if she's fully decided. Like, I know she she loves him and wants to have the family and probably dreams of that, but she also has these other things she wants to do. And is that saying goodbye to the things that she wants to, to, to accomplish if she has the kids now? Like, I don't think she just wasn't ready for that conversation and definitely not ready for it during the middle of the Super Bowl at yeah. a bar. That was a little like, abrupt. I mean, I, I mean, would you want to have a conversation in front of your friends at a bar? I wouldn't. No. No I mean, way. But... It was. I think it was replaying over and over in Jack's mind because he said that was the second time she had brought it right. up. If you're joking about it once every two, mm-hmm. three months, it's a different thing than to say it twice in one day. Right. That really makes him start to think, okay, is she really serious about not wanting kids? Like, yeah. okay, now we need to talk about this. He just didn't wait until after the game was over. Mm-hmm. He didn't mm-hmm. allow himself to enjoy the game. I mean, I did mm-hmm. like, and it, they're pointing out in the chat that, um, you know, Rebecca did ask Jack to teach her about football so that she wouldn't become a football widow, is the term, like her mom did. And there's a, I mean, my entire family's about football, so I don't watch it. (laughs) 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 Um, When it's entertainment. Um, So, but I I can relate to that because, I mean, my entire family gets together and no one's allowed to talk during the game. That's, it's very old-fashioned. And so just seeing her being like, can we talk about it? Can we like goof off during the game like can we get to have players together and he was like yeah and it was a really sweet moment like it was just really good to see and it ties into what jack had experienced as a child himself about not having such a great relationship with his father but sitting down and watching the game even though he wasn't allowed to talk during it that was a time that he and his dad were able to Mm -hmm. be together so i think when rebecca was like well teach me about it i think he was kind of like okay like yeah. let's let's be able to have that right. that conversation during the game that I didn't get to have, and so also yeah, yeah not to, sorry, not yeah, to no cut you off. but it's also it's like just for them to share something together with you mm-hmm. know you can see the relationship like having more fun even you know more so, and it's just something that those two can share and bond over with, and then that translates to the current generation of the kids that we see, and I, I liked it. I liked how it translated from Jack's family and just kept getting passed on mm-hmm. do you think that you would have punched the drunk at the bar for interrupting their conversation i didn't mind that to be honest like i thought the guy was kind of an asshole <laughs> so, <laughs> like i don't feel like like it's not like and it wasn't like jack was the one being like verbally aggressive to him he's the one that kept doing it so to be honest i kind of liked that he was standing up for his lady so did it, it didn't bother me <laughs> I thought it was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand why they got it on it at the end. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It's a major turn on. Kidding yeah. Me? I mean, like, part of me was like, that was inappropriate. And part of me was like, if you punch someone for me, <laughs> done. Exactly. Well, I took it as Jack was just so angry and he couldn't do anything to Rebecca that there was somebody there that was... He That's could he could point. retaliate on yeah well kind so, of. also you got to remember like the guy who's being very belligerent was like very degrading of the woman yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah. Like, talking back to a woman in like very disrespectful calling way. her the woman yeah, yeah. 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 The your woman, woman. your yeah. woman control your and, woman and, exactly yeah. so it was like he was very degrading I was like yeah punch him he deserved it yeah <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah I'm, I'm with you guys I, yeah. I think I would have I think I would have punched him too but probably just because it would be more fun than watching football for me. <laughs> it's okay, though. <laughs> um, Randall uh, is is pretty, almost almost on the back burner for this episode, it feels like. it's We get to see more of Beth center stage, which I'm actually excited about because I didn't realize that Beth had taken so much time off of work. Um, but it was interesting to see that she had focused so much on the kids to this point, and then she was like, you know, I switched to my birth control, there might have been a window, and he was like, a window! And I was like, that's how birth control works. It's scary stuff. Yeah. 
hormones are scary stuff, guys. So mm-hmm. um, it was interesting to see a little bit more of Beth. I wonder, do we do we pick up what she does for a living, Beth? I don't think yet. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Not yet. I'm excited to see her go to, back to work now that she's... I, I think it has to be some type of office job. Mm-hmm. The fact that she said, now I'm going to share it with a kid and... Uh, a home oh, office, mm-hmm. so I think it's something like that deals with paper or something illegal. I mm-hmm. imagine. I did like to see. I did like to see that. That doesn't sound right. But anyway, um, that parallel between what Randall and Beth were going through and what Jack and Rebecca were going through um, with the "you didn't tell me this," like Rebecca saying to Jack, "You didn't have that discussion with me about having kids." Randall and Beth you didn't have that conversation with me about Charleston. I liked mm. Yes, that. more mirroring like yeah. we talked last episode. I liked that between the two, how they how they each navigated their way through it. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of a theory that, that multiples experience things together, and I like where this is going. Because there's a lot of duplicate events happening mm-hmm. in characters' lives, kind of in the same, not maybe at the same time, but in the same episode. But I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we see Kevin interact with Randall's biological father, William which I really enjoy. I feel like that was some unexpected chemistry between William and and Kevin. I loved it. Yeah, I definitely definitely liked them. I liked that I liked him, you know, calling him the wise old owl and that he should mm-hmm. do voiceover and so so definitely Kevin could relate to him. I saw the like the artistic side of him and the, the soft side of them that connected. I agree, fun. and um, I, I liked how they both could really just relate to each other and understand each other, and I, mm-hmm. I think this could be a cool bromance, I guess, you can watch mm-hmm. it on the show, but it, maybe this might be an early prediction, but I can totally see if, for some reason, William doesn't get through to Randall, or Randall doesn't get through to William when it comes to the health and well-being of William, that maybe Kevin could be the one who talks to Randall mm-hmm. and maybe convince him to change something. So, like, I can see that conversation work up. They're building up another relationship, another voice to talk to William within reason. And I think it would be a redeeming relationship for Kevin because we have always have we keep seeing him being a little selfish and into you know not quite being too concerned with other people's relationships. So I think you're right. I could see him stepping up big for him, doing some sacrifice, something. Yeah, I enjoy the. I almost I don't know if they're going to be a bromance. I think they're going to be a little odd couple. I think they're going to mm. be yin and yang, and I think that's why they will take advice from each other. Even just hearing like um, William being like, "So you're a Labrador, you're a Labrador Retriever, and that's okay. And you were really good on that one show that you did that you thought was beneath you. You were really good, and I really liked watching you." And he was like, "Thanks, I shouldn't have left." And we were like, "You were great. Like you were fantastic at what you do. Like not everyone can do that. Just because you think it's easy doesn't mean that it doesn't have value." And it was good. You could see him, like, hear that validation for the first time. And I was like, oh, I like this. I like the two of them. And then, of course, he was like, can you read? And I was like, okay, you ruined the moment. You ruined it. Well, he said that a long time before. (laughs) Which which was still terrible. Yeah, Yeah, but at least he didn't say that right after that moment because that would have been horrible. I mean, it was terrible. Because even you said, you're like, was was he joking? He was not joking, was he? He tried to play Kevin. it off, but it didn't work. No, we saw, yeah. I do yeah. like the trust that Kevin has with William. It was almost mm-hmm. an automatic yeah. thing where it was like, oh, I when they met each other in the last episode, to now sitting down and having that very real conversation about William telling Kevin that he doubts himself and that mm-hmm. he shouldn't. 
because he yes. has the talent. He he you know he has the ability to be successful, but he just has to know it within himself. So kind of not to parallel again, but with Kate and Toby, um, how Toby's trying to get Kate to feel that confidence in herself. I think William's going to be that for Kevin. And it's mm-hmm. an outside voice, so sometimes we listen to outside voices better than we'll listen to a friend. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. it, I think it'll work better with William. I agree with that hundred percent. There's got to be some word for like when you meet a stranger and you're like, "Here's my whole life story," because they don't know you and like, so you don't really care if they judge you. And then you like go talk to your sibling and you're like, "How are you doing? Good." And you like don't want to mm-hmm. give them like mm-hmm. all your all your junk, you mm-hmm. know, because you feel like it might be too much. But with a stranger, you're like, "Ah, well, here's all my insecurities," because. It was lovely to see that, like, so perfectly. I just love them together. Mm-hmm. But I guess he's going to be leaving soon because they, they want him out of the house. He's overstayed his welcome. Yeah. But I think that's kind of good, though, because Kevin needs to find himself on his own. Mm-hmm. And we were, we're talking about, like, codependency issues that he has. He really does need to find out what he's truly good at, what makes him happy on his own. He doesn't need other people to tell him. Do it. He needs to just go find himself. Yeah. Totally agree. That's why I enjoyed having the mm-hmm. the actress from the previous episode be like, "What are you doing?" Kind of like giving a little bit of really harsh, constructive criticism, but like all of it was like for his best interest, and he was starting to listen to it, and then he kind of got the job. And he's like, "Well, I guess I'm staying here." But it was it was interesting to see that he doesn't have like a he doesn't have a manager or like an acting coach, or like an acting no one in his acting world that he connects to, which which maybe will be future episodes, but. It's interesting that he's worked this long in the industry and he doesn't have a buddy. But he is in a new state. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he he truly can't be alone. And, and I was like, why not give your room to your brother? He wants it. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. I was going to say, his agent, that's who we saw a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Katie Seagal's character. Yeah. That was his agent. Okay. Yes. So she's not, and she doesn't seem like the type that you can just pick up the phone and be like, let me tell you everything that's going on. No. no. She'll be like, she's what? Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the difference between the agent and the manager, right? Is the agent gets you the jobs, and they're busy, and the manager is pretty much gets the 10% for listening to you and being supportive is generally the the stereotype of agents and managers. So, I, yeah, she would terrify me. I would never mm-hmm. call <laughs> Agent Katie Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling doubtful. She would be like, suck it up. That's <laughs> all. Suck it up. Done. Suck it up. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kate... Um, has a weird Steelers ritual where she watches football with her dad. And we didn't understand why she was weird about football until the very end, which I thought was really sweet. Any uh, thoughts? Any any football fans in here? Yes. Oh, I'm totally a football fan. Yes. But my whole family is like that. We're in Nebraska from grandma. To, yeah, it's all. We're that Cornhuskers, same. same yeah. Yeah. My yep. family is also mm-hmm. Cornhuskers, so I am yeah. by default. Really? <laughs> yes. Where are they from? I don't know Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> well, like okay, so everyone in my yeah right, <laughs> and we're just over here. Everyone in my family was from Nebraska except for my dad, who's the baby, and he mm. was born in California, and then I was born in California, so I don't, I don't know but Nebraska. <laughs> That's where they're all from. I'll ask more questions. Longer <laughs> conversation <laughs> later, as Kev would say. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's cute. <laughs> I am, well, like, I appreciate football. I appreciate the people who can play football, because I certainly can. Um, I have nothing against it. I think it was a really sweet moment, though, that we learned a little bit more about Kate. It seems like, now with all the episodes that we've seen so far, it seems like Kate has the strongest relationship with her father. 
than she does of her mother. Mm-hmm. Well, someone brought up yeah. in the chat that they thought it was really interesting that Kate seems to get her singing from her mom and her football fandom from her dad, which I thought was like a really cute, not balanced, but little give from each one. But she doesn't really want to sing. So maybe she... Or does she? she? I yeah. think she's afraid yeah. of singing. I think she's afraid of rejection and people rejecting her singing mm-hmm. just because of her, you know, her personal looks or in her internal struggles that she always fights. But I think if she really wanted to sing, she can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I just liked this character building of Kate. And it's it's so sweet, especially at the end where it just kind of, like, rips your heart out at the same mm-hmm. time. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Jack died. Yeah. yeah, and let's Spoiler. talk about how yeah. effed up, though, it was. I, I thought it was so sweet when Toby passes the note in the meeting and, like, makes this whole cute little card to have her come watch the game with it. You know, I was giving him tons of points for that. But I completely agree with her. My reaction would have been the exact same if I then showed up thinking it was just going to be him and I watching the game and there's some guy there who's, like, talking during the game and standing in front of the TV and blah, blah, blah. I would have been out, too. So mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed in Toby, the fact that he knew that this was something she liked to do alone and something that he had to try to make all that effort to get to do it with her, but then he ruined it by inviting somebody else. And I think I thought Toby was smarter to, to know that, but... Oh, Toby is yeah. me, though. I related so hard because he, like, he, like, set out a whole plate and he made sure there was, like, broccoli on the invitation. Right. Like, it was so cute and so thoughtful. And he was like, well, I don't like sports ball, but she does and I can do all the things. And he's like, I got a big TV, da-da-da-da. He's like, I'll invite the one friend I know who likes sports ball over to the thing. And then I'll tell her entertaining stories. Isn't this fun? She's like, no! <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's... That's me. I am Toby. I don't understand. And, like, I, I get it. I give people who like sports their space because it's such a sacred ritual. And when she said she wanted to watch it alone, at first I was, like, rude because they just started dating. But then I was, like, actually, I understand that sports is a big deal and you should probably give her her space mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I yeah. was just going to say, I oh, it frustrated me so bad when to- even when he passed her the invitation because I was, like, just listen to her. Yeah, you want her to hear you last episode with your ex-wife listen to her when she says this is my moment this is my thing I watch the game by myself and when he didn't I was just like ah and then even when she walked in and Scooter was there I was like why you're adding insult to injury at that point Mm -hmm. like she already doesn't probably want to be there and then having somebody else there it's just ah it was it was frustrating he probably thought he was helping but Right. I, I think it was just more frustrating to watch because we've seen all these episodes he's so supportive and he can read her and the fact that this episode he was like so unaware of what was mm-hmm. happening and how and wasn't reading the room and how affected she was. I think that was just kind of disappointing. We're like, come on, Toby. We know you're smarter than this. We know you can pick up cues um, coming from Kate. But I did like the uh, all the healthy food that they were trying to, you know, yeah. have in the diet. Like, check them on. Or hikama. That's yeah. Hikama. <laughs> it was uh, like sorry, an L.A. Super Bowl party. Yeah, there. like all the... All uh, healthy food. Healthy food. But, you know, what? speaking of food, do you guys have you guys uh-huh. heard of HelloFresh? No. Hello no. Fresh. Tell me about well, it. Well, let me tell you about it. As you guys know, we provide all of our content here at AfterBuzz for absolutely free. And one of the ways we can do that is HelloFresh. The cool mm. thing about HelloFresh, they are the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, 
and convenient. I'm not a cook, but so I know this would be super helpful in my house. Um, each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices, like me, and seasoned home cooks in a short amount of time. And they have the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food wasted or anything. You're no, not uh, measuring things wrong. And they employ a full-time registered dietitian on staff who reviews each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced. Oh, so, like, Kate and Toby could totally use this. <laughs> I can see what I mean. Um, and they deliver, it, they deliver it right to your doorstep in a pretty cool, specialized, insulated box. And, yeah, it gets right to your house. And it, the cool thing is, um, I mean, I haven't used it, but I kind of want to use it now. I'm not a cook. But the great thing about HelloFresh is that uh, if you go to HelloFresh.com and enter the keyword buzz, that's B-U-Z-Z, at, Hello, <laughs> at HelloFresh.com, enter buzz, B-U-Z-Z, and you can get your first first week of deliveries with $35 off, your first week of deliveries at HelloFresh.com, B-U-Z-Z, when you subscribe. And then just start the process, and then you can be cooking right away. And then you don't have to go grocery shopping anymore, which I exactly. hate, so yeah. I'm a fan of it. So save your time at the grocery store, and don't overspend, and it's very affordable, for and and it helps people who have trouble, trouble measuring stuff like I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me too. Me, me and numbers? No. So HelloFresh.com, B-U-Z-Z, promo code. Sounds Yay. like a great deal. Yeah. Use that too. Love it. Um, yeah. So, speaking of food, and Toby's spreading out the whole beautiful little broccoli and jicama spread for the Super Bowl, a little <laughs> cutie. Was he sick in the beginning of the episode? Did I miss something? Yeah, no, it looked like he was. He was, like, deathly ill, and then he was like, I'm here, and I was like, what? <laughs> and also, like, at the very end of the episode, we see... Uh, a huge montage that kind of threw me, and I think I think you know JJ said that you know you think that they were maybe doing a, a what's to come, but we see Randall over the bed like holding his uh, hat. dad's hat, like he died. Yeah, we want to hear what you guys think about that too, because we were just we were wondering. So yeah, that was the only thing I my guess was that that since he was telling that whole story, he was just it was kind of a little look, glimpse of the future of what we were going to see of, of after. Randall passed away. Or, I'm sorry, not Randall. Um, William passed away. But I was going to say, that'd be know. a whole different oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. What did you guys think? Do you, do you... I was just very confused. I didn't, I didn't know. Now, listening to you guys talk about it, I don't know if he was just being organized and kind of preparing for William's departure. Well, why would he have his hat in a box? I don't know. Like, yeah. It was, maybe it'll come up at some point later, like you're saying, JJ. Or, I'm trying to think positively, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or maybe they actually uh, properly invite William to move into the house. But why are they putting things in a box? Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 I'm trying to think I want to go with you. Those were William's old clothes, and they're donating them. He's passing them off. Okay. Maybe. Or, yeah. <laughs> one more. All right. Let's just go really positive. Maybe it's later and actually everything went okay with William. Now he's going to move out to his own place. Okay. We can go I don't with that. Think it's that yeah. one, but I'm There's so that many out there. avenues that we can go down. <laughs> this is great. Choose your destiny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, please, please tweet us all your predictions on what is <laughs> happening with William's hat. We need to know. The show creators are probably not going to tell us for a few more episodes, and we're all very mm-hmm. concerned. Um, <laughs> Hashtag what's in the box or something. Hashtag yeah, what's in the box. <laughs> yeah, because we... The past hashtag was uh, hashtag where's Jack, mm-hmm. and now we find out that he didn't quite make it to 2016, but that's okay. He lives a f- good enough, long enough of a life, at least till 2006. We don't know about him before then. I don't want to get into any predictions. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A li- it's a few minutes from now. It's not right now. Um, but um, yeah, I couldn't tell if they were flashbacks or flash forwards, cause, so I got thrown for sure. But this is the show that likes to kind of keep you on your toes, so I respect, mm-hmm. I respect their game. Um, any other thoughts before we get into predictions? Oh, sorry. Going back Please. to the game, when Toby paused it, I literally froze because I was like, don't. Yeah. As a football fan, I love to watch. I'm like, Kate, I mm-hmm. love to watch them live as they're happening. Don't pause the game. And especially not at that moment. Yeah. No. Right when they were moving down the field. Yeah. But I can yeah. understand because he does. he's not like an avid watcher, so... He doesn't get it necessarily, but I'm just like, no. Yeah. She was like, I gotta go. Yeah. She was like, that was it. <laughs> Final straw. Yeah. Deal breaker. And I think she played that. I really enjoyed her acting and all that scene too. Cause like, um, it's, it's one of my pet peeves is sometimes I hate it when television shows and stuff try to make women as sports fans and it, it sometimes comes off cheesy and ungenuine, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. bo- bugs the crap out of me. But anyways, I thought she did a really great job of, I believe the, I believed it all that she was a super fan and that that was killing her and that she needed out of there. I just thought the acting was great. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she didn't have a terrible towel though. Yeah. To swing around. <laughs> cause those are, I was confused yeah, I because she came over to, she came over to uh, Toby's house, but then at the end she pulled out the urn. She oh, no, left. She was back at her house. Yeah, Toby went to her. Yeah, yeah so, so she would have had the terrible towel at home and everything. I think maybe she was trying to tone herself down majorly for She Toby. did still have the she, hat. Yeah. At the, Toby's? The, no, at her house. Oh, yeah. So lucky the, like, hat. Yeah. Yeah, when when they paused the TV, I was like, I don't know football, but I know not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I'm going to get yelled at if I do that. Or stand in front of the TV. It's just like yeah. so engrossed in the game. Walk in front of the TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's just rude. Just don't, mm. Add advice to everybody else. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wait till commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're there for. Yes. Oh, man, that could have been a deal breaker, though. I thought she did really good with being like, honey, can you um, not block the TV? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was trying so yeah. hard not to be like, what are you doing? I thought that was good. Yeah. She could have she could have totally flipped and done a, a crazy moment. She didn't. She held it together. Even though the friend was supposed to be a sports fan and he wasn't really dialed in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It was strange. Not at all, yeah. I think the the friend was just like an overly social person yeah. who just wanted to have fun. That's probably yeah. true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um yeah, so a lot of people in the chat are saying that, that at the beginning Kevin was talking about his ancestors and there was a lot of flashbacks and then the flashback went all the way to Ellis Island, but that doesn't cover Randall sitting on his bed, which was the point we were talking about just a second ago. Just wanted to correct it. We did go all the way back to Ellis Island. We, t- we saw uh, Kevin's dad, dad's dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what led me to believe that this was a future one because I felt like that's the whole story he was telling with the painting. It was, it was about the whole lifespan and you know, and then he's his whole point that he's in, even when they die, they're all still there and all part of the picture. So I felt like he, the, we started with the ancestors and we ended when somebody actually is passing away and it's all together oh. in that moment. 
That, okay. Yeah. You, know, you want to go back and watch the episode? <laughs> <laughs> the writing is so good, Dan Fogelman. It is so good. Dan so Fogelman. Good. Oh my God. I would love to have him in here. I know. Just to pick his brain and see how he gets from point A to point B and like all the little avenues that he takes to get us there. I just, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're having withdrawals from This Is Us, he also writes another show called Pitch on oh, Fox, which is also wonderfully done. Yes. Just putting it out there. Um, any other thoughts before we get into predictions? Anything else that you had swimming around in your heart? I mean, we quickly touched upon it, but like, I did really enjoy Kevin's monologue. Because even though, like, he, yes, he's the, the dopey Labrador, he does have moments where he's super real. Mm-hmm. And he's actually, we can understand him. Like, this, it's not just one thing. Life is a confusing mess, and we are just part of a bigger picture. And I mm-hmm. like just the whole message and the takeaway of the whole monologue. I thought it was brilliant. I agree. So well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, loved it. And not to kind of liven up what you just said, but I made the parallel in my own mind at one point for him, for Kevin, to Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World, where he was the kind of, goof, not kind of, he was the goofy, older brother, whatever, but he would have these moments where he would say something and it would just be so profound. And so I agree with you, Marissa, that I think that's where Kevin's strength is. He might say bad jokes and everything, but he has these moments mm-hmm. where he's just, you know, so wise, mm-hmm. which is fun mm-hmm. to watch. That's why I love him with the kids and William. Get to see his guard down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, mm-hmm. if there's no other thoughts, I guess we'll move into predictions. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. Let's start with you, Erica. You started off the show with leading into your predictions. <laughs> I was liking them. They were yeah. dark, and I liked it. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm still going to stick with, I think Jack might have gotten sick. And that's why, that's where that split happened. Um, I am interested in seeing how, and I guess we all are, how Rebecca and Miguel got together, going further Mm -hmm. into that. Because like you were saying earlier, we saw him with a wife and they have kids. I'm interested to see what happened there. Those are my two big things. Okay. Yeah. Well, we saw in the preview that Randall is quote unquote gifted. Mm -hmm. And we saw like from flashback episodes, like he can solve the Rubik's Cube, which I can't do. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, like, am I gifted? I don't know. And but like, I, yes, I can she is. <laughs> um, I can see like this can be a learning and a disconnect, and I think this is like the slow build disconnect between Kevin and Randall at mm-hmm. such a young age that they're so already grown apart and different scales there. And I think maybe Randall skipped the grade because he seemed. I mean, yes, they're all technically the same age but it seems like he's accomplished more in life than those two have hmm. just a little bit more than kevin more than kevin okay like just in different ways like kevin's very accomplished and he's his very accomplished. as well but like i feel like randall got other things that maybe kevin couldn't have because of his high intellect hmm. maybe i'm excited <laughs> little randall well, I think the only thing I see coming is I do think the, um, I mean, there's a, the obviously the more we can talk about, but I, for, if I'm going to stick with one prediction, I think that Kevin is going to have a new hot flame with the girl that's resisting him and oh, hates yeah. him so much. I don't know her. I can't remember her name from the, but the um, Olivia. theater. Olivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Olivia is not going to be able to resist the Labrador. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, as soon as they bumped into each other on the street, I was like, so love interest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love it if it wasn't true, but the show has tripped us up before when we thought one thing was going to happen, so we'll be on our toes about that. They had me fooled with Beth's pregnancy, so. Um, I predict that... I predict that I want to. I want to see more. Uh, I guess this isn't as a prediction as much as I'm. I'm more interested in not in seeing how um, Rebecca gets together with Miguel because I feel like that's a natural inclination after you're lonely. You have this really stable man who you've known and trusted your whole life. Like I, I get that. If anything goes wrong with Jack, I want to see what happens with Jack and Rebecca. What is it a mistake that he does? Is it drinking related? Because we all thought in the early episodes that it was drinking related, and that kind of hasn't been addressed. In a while, which makes me still think it is going to be drinking related, which I hope it's not. I hope he doesn't get sick. I hope he doesn't die, but I don't, I don't know. And then I thought it was really interesting that, that Miguel had a really, re- seemingly really young wife. So maybe they partner swap or something that happens later. It was, that was like, because Miguel was like, oh, you know, you never get this life again. And he was like, yeah, but I want kids, man. So I was like, maybe then the blonde younger wife can be like, I've always wanted kids. Come be with me. I don't know. It was very interesting that, like, he slid that in there, and then in the pilot, he slid in there, like, oh, you got a good woman, you got a good thing. Like, it was very, I don't know, it just felt like a, a little breadcrumb there for what's happening with Jack. There's something there. But um, <laughs> there but there were, there will be step-siblings, will there not? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So where are the step-siblings? Oh, that's yeah. a whole other mm-hmm. level. That is true. Mm-hmm. Season two oh, steps. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, please let everyone know where they can find you on the internet. Thanks for watching, guys. You can keep the conversation going with me, Erica Shannon, on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And you can follow me at JJ Jorgens. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amber Plaster. Thanks so much, guys. And we'll see you guys same time, same place next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 